I know exactly where your body is. What I'm looking for is some indication of a brain. Too much football without a helmet? Hello, world. This is Chris Abalo's Podcast Experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show. Thank you for subscribing to the show wherever you get your podcasts and stream your music. Thank you for following the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Cape Pod. We very much appreciate it. And joining me for Cape 207, please welcome back Mike Zapsik. What's happening, folks? And twiddling the knobs and creating our amazing background, which if you follow us on social media, you will see the clips associated with this episode. Christian Cordes. What's up, man? And uh, we're here to fight. <laughs> Christian, you're, you don't know your referee, but you are. because I'm, uh, I'm referee? Uh, I mean, kind of. I'm not saying you're going to have to get between Mike and I, although that would be an image that none of us would soon forget. But uh, No, you got plenty we, of those on your phone right now. Thank you. No comment. Yeah. So uh, that's getting cut out. I... Uh, we we got in a bit of a, a fight through text last week, so you thought it was a fight. I thought it was like, I thought that was great. It is great. It was so much fun. But uh, well, that's why we're here to kind of we're, we're going to carry on the conversation. Good. Okay. So it wasn't an it wasn't an actual. Fight. We're not actually going to get in a fist. There's no acrimony so. here. No. no, no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Just a a uh, we, an agree to disagree kind of situation. It was a spirited debate. It was a spirited. I mean, just, nobody called the other one, so it wasn't no. that intense. No, no. We were literally just texting really back cool. and forth for like was, an hour. I was like laughing my ass off doing Same. it. Same. <laughs> so, yeah. So last week. Uh, the incident that that kicked off all this was Hollywood legend James Caan passed away, and Sonny Corleone, of course. Well, Sonny Corleone died in 1972. To be fair, <laughs> right. I mean, he died in the 50s. The movie takes place in the 50s. That's very but, you know. true. Um, chronologically, though, but yes, the actor who played him unfortunately passed away, and well, that sucked. But somewhere in the early evening, I get a text from Mr. Mike Zapsik. And it's a joke that I'm sure somebody has made before, but it was brand new to me. It's two lines, and it says, Con! And I fucking died <laughs> just because that never occurred to me. And at the same time, not only was the joke great, I'm like, I love that when a mob guy dies, <laughs> the person Mike thinks to reach out to is me. It makes me very, very happy. True. Yes. I'm very proud. There's not a lot of things I hang my hat on in terms of my uh, career thus far, but... The fact that Mike thinks of me when it comes to actors passing away, particularly actors who've been in movies involving Sicilian vampires, makes me very happy. Oh, well, so. of course, because we were talking about the Sicilian vampires. Extensively. And, I mean, you know. <laughs> Can you I was not gonna, talk about it? Somewhere beyond the sea. I was going to, like, start singing and throw the uh, all, all the really um, cheesy gangster movie songs out at you. Yes. But I just, for real, uh, you know. Our God slash, you know. You did actually, yeah, let me read the message because yeah. you, you actually came up with a pretty, pretty amazing. I'm going to have to scroll through a whole lot. Oh. So for, I should have been prepared. Well, we did. We did have a lot of. We, ca- we carried on. for yeah, it, it was, No joke. It was like an hour. We were actually yeah, was going back and forth cool. about I this. I think that's the new record now. I What's know. That? I think it is our like longest pre-show before the pre-show. What, the Sicilian Vampire one? No, this one. This one? No, it's not. That was an hour and 20 we did. Yeah. Which the bulk, if you haven't seen that, that's on the YouTube channel. Sicilian Vampire's. 
uh, celebrity impressions and more and, you know, and other bullshit, whatever it's called. Uh, you can find it on the YouTube channel. Uh, you can get to the YouTube channel link in the description of the episode. Uh, wow. Yeah, we were carrying on for a long time. Oh, nope. I went too far. OK. Yeah. Con the God Brian Roller Misery Sicilian Gather Song Ball Vampire Actor is no longer with us, which is pretty fantastic. Literally just lumping in all of his best known except for Thief. That's the only one you missed. Yeah. That's um, but everything else pretty much referenced. And man, what a oh, the man's had a, a, a phenomenal career. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Oh, but um, we were just talking about, and what did you say after that? That they better start packing up all the, you know. I said we need to get Pesci, Pacino, and De Niro in bubble wrap and give them round the clock medical you said care. Pesci and De Niro, which I was like, oh, okay. And then you're like, and uh, Pacino, we can't lose. And I was like, you know what? Maybe we can. This is where it got intense. This is where we were. Talking. This is where uh, my face started getting red. And 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 I was like, "What?" I threw this out there. I'm like, "Look, do we really just need five more years of mediocre, um, senile Pacino when we could trade it off for, you know, twenty more years of middle aged?" Mediocre Michael Imperioli. It's thirty years actually. You uh, did 30 I say years. thirty? You did. Right, well, you were really yeah, up the ante. Right. But right. incidentally, I'm developing a tick in my left but eye just talking you. about this again. God, I hear you. But it's. Uh, <laughs> I was like, "How dare you? Okay. I'm not willing to sacrifice. We must protect, protect Pacino at all costs." Uh, see, I and don't. You're, and you're become, not. Here's here's and. Go, try to go ahead. Me. Make your case. Right. Make your case. Pacino has become a. Uh, he's become a caricature of himself. Yeah, but Poo-ah! meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, James Kahn in his later years, his more recent filmography was stuff like Granddaddy Daycare. Of course, so it was. Yes. let's let's oh. not be too judgy. I've, so why not? I mean, <laughs> hold on. First, first off, why the fuck not? Especially <laughs> when you've got something like Granddaddy Daycare. And um, <laughs> grumpy, I, old, grumpy old shit stains. You know, I mean, if, <laughs> if you're in a direct-to-video, mm-hmm. which mostly he was, um, that's uh, is, is that going to be on? Yeah, that's going to be on. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, yeah. great. Um, so <laughs> Christian's looking for images and things to add, animation to add to the frame. Excellent. So for the video that for me is I don't want to watch. James Conn doing that kind of bullshit. Right. And, you're, and I don't you want to watch. spare Pacino from that. I want to spare pa- I, I want to I want Pacino going out on a high note. Scent of a woman is he should have died right then. Right? Oh, oh. right after that one, boom, then you know, take him out. But then we would have been robbed of heat, devil's advocate. No, we wouldn't have because that I mean, scent of a woman was after, was it not? It was Christian? not. It was ninety-three. All right, ninety-three. We would have had Frankie and Johnny, which is an underappreciated classic and one of that, the few well, Gary Marshall movies not named after holiday. That was eighties. No, that was ninety one. Frankie and Johnny. But, but Santa Woman was ninety three. Santa Woman. But if that had no, he, we would have missed I, Heat. We would have missed. Um, yes, you're right. Uh, we would have missed Heat. Heat was ninety five. Devil's, Devil's Advocate, Advocate was ninety seven. But that. But then after that, everything kind of goes downward, don't you think? No, I, I think actually, how about Devil's I Advocate? Think, then pop right there. We're done. <sighs> I don't know. Can can we pull up about the that. film? Can we, I mean, if listen. only we had something that we could put in our hands it, that yeah, had a filmography. Yeah, if only we had a connection to the internet yes, somewhere. Know, Meanwhile, everybody's got a device in front of them. I know. No, I'm not going to stand up and fight for The Recruit or 88 Minutes or some other films like that. I mean, okay. what? here's the thing. Donnie Brasco? Okay, that's 97. We would have missed out on that. Uh, that's okay. worth, that's worth right. fighting over. All right. 
Um, but here's the thing. See, Pacino is in a position where in a five-year span, these are the movies he made. Godfather, Serpico, Godfather 2, right. Dog Day Afternoon. I mean, when you, your film career starts like that strong, to be honest, everything's downhill. I mean, but then he still does Scarface after that. True, but he also and did Dick Tracy, and he did Godfather Part 3. He did. Well, apparently, I've seen the recut but then, version of Godfather 3, but it's unanimously Glenn great. Gary, Glenn Ross. But, oh, 92. I'm sorry. It's but I got to tell you that that was stolen from him by Alec Baldwin. When the you, one scene, you think he walked away with the movie oh for this one scene? Gary, Glenn Ross, that was, that was all Alec Baldwin. Well, I mean, they, they made two cartoon movies based on I mean, his exactly, one scene. Course, Glenn, yeah. Gary, uh, so there is that. So um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and The Irishman. Mm, I, see, I love The Irishman. I House of Gucci, I, I don't think so. House of Gucci, I don't think so. Danny Collins is a great movie. I will say that. If you haven't seen that, that's great. He's. Are you aware of it? I, no. Okay. Not even a little bit. So he's basically I'm, – I'm going to lay it out there because it was a – it was a – it wasn't a widely released film, let's say that. But people don't go to the movies to see this type of movie anymore. So he's a singer, let's say like a Neil Diamond type, okay. who did like, let's say like pop songs. Not like right. a pop singer, but that type of, you know, singer-songwriter type. Um, he got, early in his career, got a letter from John Lennon that his manager never gave to him. So in his older years, now in his 60s, 70s, he's starting to question with the encouragement of someone like John Lennon if he would have taken his career in another direction. Kind of starts reflecting on his life. Um, connects with his son, played by Bobby Cannavale, who he was estranged from. Okay. And it's it's great. It actually is a really, really good movie. It's got levity. Annette Benning's in it as his love interest. It's it's a really good movie. <laughs> I'd love to find it's it's got levity. It's got uh, well, Annette Benning. I'm making you know, it sound it sounds very heavy. She is so known for her comedic chops. Um <laughs> that Annette well, Benning. Well, she did marry him. What are you uh, doing Warren to me? Beatty. What's <laughs> Christian's putting I know, it's like wow, that's is it gonna, but, that it brought up that whole thing where does that mean the predator's about to get me? That's what this looks like. No, it's the anime like angry symbol. Oh, okay. It, it, it goes on my forehead or above my it's head. Supposed it's, to, it it's supposed there. to throb. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we're, I'm moving, trying to line up with it. There you with... go. There you go. All right, that I, that looked. Pretty say, cool. say the Irishman's not great again. Con. <laughs> <laughs> um. Shit. What events do, does Mike Sapsic not go to anymore? Con. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Do cons. Um, he was in Jack and Jill. Yeah, he played himself, and that I will say, if we could have been spared Al Pacino playing himself in anything, Adam Sandler. I mean, uh, yeah. let's be real. Um, yeah. Kind of a shame. Yeah. Ocean's Thirteen. It was a, a step up from Ocean's Twelve. <laughs> Geely. Oh shit, I forgot he was in Geely. Oh, that's right. Okay, the recruit. Uh, I mean? Simone I was a fun go. movie. I enjoyed that. Um, but you're stretching. I'm not. At this point. Yeah, I know. I'm not, is... No, I, I'm not. Listen, but you're talking about Michael Imperioli, who, listen, we all love Michael Imperioli, done a lot of cool things in his career, but. That's right, Spider. I'm still up for protect, protecting Pacino okay. at all, all right. well, costs. But, but that, that brought up a yes. whole thing. Like, what if we could make deals for the lives yes. and the souls? Who, who would we trade? Who would we trade? This is the real celebrity death match. Now. Yes. <laughs> um, and so you it's, have a, you it's have interesting. a bunch of people. I do have a bunch of people. And that I, I was will thinking trade about. you for them. Okay. Because we, we said that uh, if we could trade like uh, an older guy for a younger guy or even an older guy, if we could get like 10 more years in exchange for, you know. Okay. Here's – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start big. Go I'm going to go – I'm going to start A-list right at the top. I will sacrifice – I will throw Ryan Reynolds from a helicopter now if we're okay. guaranteed 30 years of Hugh Jackman, who's the most talented person in show business. Uh, I will make that trade. 
Where wow. like Ryan Reynolds has to go and we get to keep Hugh Jackman because he can do anything and Ryan Reynolds just does the one thing. Really? Yes. I, what does, I, he does the one snarky thing and that's kind of – I mean he, he does have dramatic chops. He just doesn't kind of do that. I know, but he's so, – that's um, – okay. I'll, I'll take you, it. You would take that? Yeah. Okay. That That's perfectly fine. But um, I will take 10 more years of – actually, no. Give me five years of um, Mel Brooks. Okay. Five more years of Mel Brooks. Five more years of Mel Brooks in exchange for uh, – I'll give you Scorsese. Mm. And let me see. Who else am I going to give you? I'll give you Scorsese and how about – I'm just going to give you some. De Palma. No. <laughs> somebody, yeah. Like Brian De Palma. I'm trying to think of somebody. I mean, he hasn't done a movie in how long, Brian De Palma? I don't know. Well, I mean, Mel Brooks hasn't done a movie in almost 30 years. Dracula yes, Dead and Loving It was 94. But he's he's done uh, a bunch of other things. Like, he's he's done Broadway. He's, he has. He got winner. So, and That's, he just oh, did his own autobiography, which I thought was fantastic. He did. And incidentally, now that it's already out there, I didn't announce it, but if you listen to Cape 206... Volume three of the From the Archive series as the exclusive clip on there. If for some reason you skipped it or you're like, I don't want to hear a bunch of pre-show bullshit. There's too much of that already. And boy, you're not wrong. Uh, the exclusive clip on there for my personal archive, which may even get you to listen. Uh, so back after Gene Wilder passed away in 2016 mm. at the Arrow Theater in Santa Monica in November, they did a Young Frankenstein Blazing Sales double feature. And Mel Brooks came and spoke to introduce them. That's awesome. And I have a it's it's. Seven plus minutes of Mel Brooks telling stories about working with Gene Wilder and Madeline Kahn and stuff like that. That I just recorded on my phone, but his birthday was last month, and I wanted to make a post for it. I post a lot of that stuff in my Instagram story. Ninety five or ninety six. Ninety six. Ninety six. And uh, so we get him to one hundred one, which years. is which is a good run. One hundred five more years, and you can have Scorsese. I do it. Scorsese, uh, and and let's. But wait, you know, does that five years guarantee another? Written and directed movie? One just, more. Just one, okay. One more. It, but, okay, only if it's Spaceballs 3, The Search for Spaceballs 2. That because would, think I, of I, all the Star Wars material that you can use now. Oh, dear Lord, that'd be great. I mean, you got two can, trilogies. You've got cartoons. you got, I don't Disney Plus is like 90 series based okay. on Star Wars. It has to be a Spaceballs movie. Okay. Like, even if he just directs it, even if he's he gets writers who are, like, more in touch with that kind of thing and how to properly parody it while paying it homage because that's such, such a delicate balance that Spaceballs pulled off that was near impossible. They did. Uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It didn't pull that off. It didn't. I like no. it for what it is but it, it did not Robin, nail it. Robin Hood um, Men, Men in Tights. Tights. Yeah. Horrible shit. Horrible. Really? I really was not a fan of it. I mean it really only went after the one movie. It really just went after Prince of Thieves so it it didn't have the same I'm not a f- scope. I'm not a fan of uh that Robin Hood movie either, although Chappelle is a highlight for me. Oh, without a yeah, doubt. Yeah, but it was very early Chappelle. Oh, no. It was. Very, very early. No, that, his, his character. first movie. I think probably. Was, I, think I think it was 92, yeah, 93 Men in Tights. You're yeah. probably right. But, I mean, Chappelle was on his way to becoming Chappelle. Oh, yeah. Right. Which I think is, and, you know, we're probably going to get canceled for, like, taking Chappelle's, you know. For saying anything positive about right, Dave Chappelle? Yeah, say, 93. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was. Uh, you can even look it up. Was it his first? Uh, you know, probably. Chappelle. That's. I mean, I don't know. Well, yeah, because I think Nutty Professor was ninety four. I think that was a year after, and he and, was the bucktooth comedian in, in Nutty Professor. Yeah, and he was also. But that was afterwards. He was also in. Um, oh God, um, Jesus Christ! Half baked. 
which is one. That was like 97, I think. Yeah, yeah so that was definitely later. 97, yeah. Yeah, something like that. I was in high school when that came out. But First Dave Chappelle appearance in a movie. Okay. Yes, okay. And he was he was fantastic. He was great. Yeah. But I get you. Swing and a miss, you're saying Men in Tights. I but, get it. No, no, I'm saying he was fantastic, but the movie, the movie. itself was like, blech. Well, I will say this. Since we're talking about Mel Brooks, apparently, I don't know if this still stands. And Christian, you can fact check this because we have somebody who can do it. I think it was a deal with Hulu to make a History of the World anthology series. Yes. Okay. That's coming soon. Which would be great because I, I'm shocked they just never made another one. I mean, he's not the type to revisit thing, you know, concepts and do sequels and stuff no, like that. But I'm like, that was such an amazing premise, that, that anthology type of story, mm. which just nailed everything. That's still one of his best movies, which that's is not, a pretty strong That's not even the collection. one I was excited about that he apparently announced. Okay. What? Blazing Saddles the Musical. I, I can't help but think it's going to be watered down because you can't. No, Christian, you know. I there's really don't absolutely think. absolutely no way that they can do. You, um, you, you, there's absolutely no way you can do Blazing Saddles. I don't know. I mean, the, I but the producers was kind of a dark horse anyway in that, you know, the Nazi representation. Like that was a, a huge joke. And that was edgy when the producers came out in 67. Of Is course it was, it was because actually. Uh, because you're was, just out. I mean, not that far outside of World War II, but it was still uh, close enough to home. No, and, but, and especially the fact that he was a Jewish man who was doing this, but he, yes, it gave him a um, it gave him the opportunity to be like the best way, and this is what I love about Mel Brooks, mm-hmm. and he even says it in his autobiography is you know the best way to take the power away from shitheads mm-hmm. is to make fun of them. Oh, without a doubt, yeah, and that's what Blazing Saddles did. But nobody can take it for what it is now. <laughs> it, oh, it's, no. I, it, I just don't know that it would – I can't help but think they're going to have to adjust it. I mean obviously Bart's still going to be the hero and all of that. Blazing but, Saddles was about racism. Yeah. It's rampant. Especially at the time. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Because yeah. – and I, I actually, if you don't mind, I've got a mm-hmm. Blazing Saddles story. Oh, please do. Okay. My, my father, one of his best friends was um, – an Irish guy, like a former cop, you know, big burly, full blooded Irish. Yeah, yeah, one of these guys. Yeah, yeah, one of. Hey, how you doing? And uh, I mean, really, and uh, by all rights, a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. But they went to uh, the movies. My father's like, you got to see this. It's Blazing Saddles, and they go, and he's laughing all throughout it. And um, so up until you know, we'll take them hmm, and the, hmm, but, but we, we don't, don't want, want the Irish. Irish. From that point on, he was pissed. He's yeah. like, fucking, because because now it's his group. Now it's now it's his group. group. Yeah, now it's not funny. And then it's the Isaac like, Hayes, and yeah, you can't make fun yeah. of Scientology on yeah. South Park. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's either all or nothing. And he was just like, nope, we're done. Yeah. I was like, wow. And my father, <laughs> like, till his dying day, is like. Yeah, that's that's when I I knew I was gonna have a problem with him for the rest of my life. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's very telling. It's so, like yeah. I love you're making fun of everybody, uh, but Except not me. me. No, do not do that. So I was like, whoa. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. That's funny. So, but I was like, whoa. That's you know, and it's it's perfectly fine. But it's you're never gonna get that that grouping of people who will tell. It's this is where uh, comedy is honest. Yes. You know, this yeah. is, they're making fun of something that is like right in your face. Yeah. 
and that racism is there. And this is we're not too far out from, uh, you know, the all civil the rights and everything. Yeah. Well, all yeah. The riots this and, is early 70s. Yeah. So we're only a couple of years past that. So it's like, holy crap. Or what we thought was past it. If you look around to 2022. But uh, and Richard Pryor was hired to, to, to write it. Write this. Yes. Yeah. But guess he he only wrote the Jewish joke. No, he, he wanted to write Mongo's dialogue. Yeah. Apparently. Like and that's, it's so <laughs> he funny. Mongo like candy. Yeah. Like that's, and and we paid for Richard Pryor. And this is what we got. Mongo yeah. like candy. And it's like, holy crap. And so uh, Mel Brooks and his Jewish writers wrote all of like the the funniest stuff. Right. Which I was like, whoa, because he was supposed to do. Um, oh, they uh, he wanted him to play Bart. But yes, um, I think I, it wasn't think, insurable, I think, was the problem at the time. No, I don't think it was insurable, but I they didn't want him for it. The studios didn't want it for him. Uh, uh, Alan Ladd, Laddie sure. was a guy. Um they didn't want him because he wasn't a name. Oh. They wanted a name. Uh, is that what it was? Okay. Uh, oh, drug arrest made him uninsurable. There you go. Oh, right okay, there. I was. Okay, That's right. I uh, my, so. my apologies. Yes. And they, there you go, uh, refused to approve financing with Prior as a star. Yes. So, yeah. Cleveland okay. Little, who uh, actually Anne Bancroft had recommended. Yes. So, yeah. This was like one of his only like big things for a while. For a uh, yeah, time. and Fletch Gilles. Lives. The underappreciated Fletch lives, in my opinion. And he also I, I, did. I like um, uh, did did he star in the series? There was a there was a was it Black no, Bart? It I think him. it was called. It, it wasn't, wasn't him. Pilot. Okay. Uh, he was in the Rockford Files. I mean, for fuck's sake. I mean, one episode of the Rockford Files. Yeah, Toy Soldiers. There we go. Uh, that's weird. Where does that? <laughs> Wait a minute. Priest Lightning. Priest Lightning. Oh right, oh, right. The yeah, Richard Pryor movie. Once bitten. Yes. With, uh, yeah, with Jim Carrey. Uh, Jim Carrey and um, Alf's Christmas Special. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, I am so sorry. What? Oh, that sucks. That, that, what? That he was an Elf Christmas special? <laughs> oh, Jesus! Well, he, at the time, I mean, it wasn't the worst. You know, right. he but, passed away from uh, Cotton Comes to Harlem. That's right. He was in that too. Colon cancer. Oh, that before. Sucks. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. But see, that was also a moment in time. I feel like in the seventies when people. There was an awareness and an understanding. I mean, it's the only reason All in the Family and Sanford and Son and the Jeffersons. I mean, all, anything Norman Lear did basically was able to tackle these things in a way that there, there was a national conversation. And there was like, yeah, we need to yeah. take the air out of these fucking people. Well, he was uh, – yeah, and, and it was on All in the Family that he was – he played a guy who broke into Archie's house. Right. That's it's like, right. And great line. He's like, hey, stop. Smell that? White people's houses all have that funny smell. And it's like, wow, that's um, – um, you never think about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like probably – Christian, go ahead. What's funny? Yeah, go ahead, Chris. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, if you yeah. say it smells like bologna or mayonnaise, I'll be very upset. But <laughs> but I'm not – I won't disagree. It smells like mothballs. You'll probably be right. <laughs> or meatballs. I don't really care. Whatever you want to say, Christian. Oh, it's fine. No. My family's houses all smell like meatballs. I'm, just also, I'm, I'm down I'm, with stereotypes. I'm, all, I'm not going to lie. I'm also laughing at like one of my favorite jokes that just – always repeats in my head from Blazing Saddles. Okay. And it's just, uh, it's not even one of like the, the darker scenes in that movie, but it's just, these are simple, con- these are simple folk, country people. You people know. of the land. People yeah. of the land. Yeah, you know, morons. <laughs> and he just and couldn't we, hold yeah, it. Yeah. He and he did, and that was a, an actual break. Like he actually did start laughing at that in the, in the moment. I don't remember if that was scripted or not, but he, that was a genuine laugh. Meanwhile, Gene is just sitting there stone faced. Yeah. He's not even laughing. Of course. It's, it's Cleavon who broke. But I, what a, what a team though. What a duo in that movie. That was just too, too perfect. Yeah. I feel like Blazing Saddles is just untouchable. It is. You I cannot mean, make it, remake it. You cannot do anything with yeah, it. Yeah. So the, the well, musical idea, I'm not, well, 
listen, I'm not going <laughs> to I'm not going to fight anyone about it, but I just don't feel like that could be recaptured because that, that was Harvey, just a moment in time. Harvey Corman? Holy shit. Oh god, yeah. Jeez. I mean, everybody. It's it's a shame. It's weird to look at a movie like that and say, "Wow, everyone's dead except Mel Brooks." Yeah. No. <laughs> it's kind of sad. No. no. Everyone's dead. Yeah. Who's no. Yeah, everybody is dead. No. Who's no. alive? John Hit John no, 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 no. Gene Wilder Slim Pickens Actually, Harvey Corbin George Firth is alive, but just about yeah. everybody else is dead. Oh, Carol the, Arthur the was guy. if you go to Carol Arthur, that was uh she was Mrs. uh Dom DeLuise. Carol Arthur. In real life, up that there. was yeah, go second from the top. There you there go. There you go. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Is she still alive? Yeah, go to... Uh, I think she's dead. Oh, well, I thought that's where we were going. Was. Uh, (laughs) No, hold on a second. There's an actor in this that I could have sworn was alive, but I know him from another thing. Okay. I remember him from Webster. Yeah. (laughs) Alex Karras is no longer... Mongo. Yeah, he's not... That's what I'm saying. I'm looking, I'm like, I'm pretty sure everybody's dead, unfortunately. I think Gene Wilder was the last to go. Uh, Um, Pretty much. I mean, of the principal cast, because he only passed away in 2016. I remember because of that... Well, actually, no. Jack and Ryan were visiting me in California when we heard the news that day. And we were heartbroken, of course. And then everybody's sharing Willy Wonka, and I'm like, get out. <laughs> That's it's, not the best Jay Wilder movie. No, no, that was Blazing Saddles or the yeah. producer, or even or even Young Frankenstein. Because Young Frankenstein, I will contend, is a Gene Wilder movie more than a Mel Brooks movie. Of course, it is. Silver Streak. Uh, no, I'm I'm gonna go Young hmm. Frankenstein. Well, one of them. I think one of them. He was very Silver good. Uh, see, Silver I, Streak. You could also. Uh, I would also rec- stir uh, crazy. I would take stir over crazy that. and, and yes. see no evil, hear no evil. Which I understand why people don't like that movie, but I think for what it is, it's exactly what I went that movie for. Lady in Red is a good one. Weird, too. very weird, it very is. odd movie. Well, see, I remember. You know what's so funny? It's interesting how I don't know if your taste evolves or maybe just see so many different things that uh, stuff just doesn't mean the same thing as you get older. But I remember, I'm talking like when I was in my early 20s and catching mm-hmm. The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes' Smarter Brother on HBO. Oh my god! And I was like, this is hilarious. And then I caught it. It, it showed up on like Netflix or something like in the last five years and I watched it. It didn't make me laugh at all. Mm-hmm. And So weird. I, yeah, I just, I have no idea. I was very disappointed. I'm like, this this was great in my mind and then I watched it back and this is not great. And it's a movie no. you run directed. Haunted Honeymoon, hilarious w- because of what it is. Burton Gilliam. All right, he was at. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was at. Um, he is. That's right. He's eighty. Oh, fuck. He was at. Three. Uh, what was it? The the flashback weekend. Who played yeah. Lyle? Yeah. Lyle. Yeah. And tell them in. I said ow. Gotcha. On the wire, main office. Uh, honeymoon in Vegas. He was Roy Bacon. Yes, very much so. Has he? Uh, yeah. No, okay. Yeah, he's, he's been a couple things here and there. Oh, it's he's like been, semi-retired. Doing some stuff. See, and that's where I'm at. When it comes to people getting back to Al Pacino and and, right. and the like, um, or even someone like Ray Liotta, I love Joe Pesci. And it, there will be a day when he will come on Cape. I want all the Jersey Luminators on the show, okay. obviously. And Joe Pesci, Dionne Warwick, Bruce, of course. I mean, we, all of them. John Stewart. Um, I'll even take transplants like Stephen Colbert. But uh, the Luminaries absolutely have to come on. Having said that, he's basically retired. So the idea of... Having to give him up even for Pacino, I'd hate to say it, but Pacino's still out there working, and uh, like that, I feel like is a fair trade. Like, do we get if if Joe Pesci's taken now? Do we get you know? Does Pacino make it to ninety? I feel like yeah, because he's not really working anymore. Like that's like you were saying, it's simple math. Michael mm-hmm. Imperioli, we get for three, 30 more years naturally, right? But we don't know how much more good Pacino we're going to get. So yeah, so in the same way, kind of doing the math as terms in terms of output. 
I yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And yeah. But was, I love I love Joe Pesci. And he's you know he's from well, the same was, neighborhood as my. Which if I didn't if I didn't mention this, probably haven't at some point, or maybe like years and years ago I did in in this show or the old one. But that is my only ambition when it comes to achieving any level of fame, is to fulfill the trifecta, the Newark trifecta, because my father's neighborhood where the Abalo family lived in the 30s and 40s in Newark, within, I'm talking like three, four blocks, Frankie Valley, Joe Pesci, the Abalo family. Nice. So if I achieve any level of fame, it'll be one generation behind, but I will have completed the trifecta, the Newark trifecta. His partner was so, Angie Everhart? Yeah, for a long time. Years, and this is wow. peak Angie Everhart, mind you. Wow. Yeah. Okay. This is, yeah. This <laughs> We're going back like uh, 14 years. Just 14 years they broke up. Yeah. Wow. Eight years. Yikes. Yeah, All right. I know. It's yeah. Listen, little Joe sure Italian's can sing. Got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can. All right. Uh, it's we we got we got swag apparently. Yeah, I guess. I, I Italians. So, I'm um, guessing. All right. So moving on. Uh, who else are we going to? Pre- oh, okay. So, in terms of preservation, um, De Niro, kind of same trajectory. Not necessarily having the the most astonishing career these days. As much as I love him. Um, but I, I would like to keep him and I, I'd be willing to sacrifice, let's say, uh, Kevin Hart, no more Kevin Hart. <laughs> if we get 10 more years of Robert De Niro, I've had an, a Kevin Hart's shelf life should have been over 10 years ago just didn't because he, once again, he just does the one thing. I mean, I was trying to do drama, but right. it's a late in the uh, day. I've never been a big Kevin Hart fan. So, okay. All right. You'll take that will, one. You will yeah. make that deal. Well, okay. How we do you do dispose, Kevin Hart? How do you dispose of Kevin Hart? Do we have to kill him now? Well, I mean, to fulfill this, let's say the devil shows up and we're at the crossroads. Okay. And you right. need to, like I said, I would throw Ryan <laughs> okay. Reynolds from a helicopter. All right, good So enough. what would you do? Um, it's, you need to be the one to, to murder Kevin Hart. How do you do it? Uh, we're totally getting flagged. Can we, go, can we go like hiking and he uh, falls down a ravine? Sure. And he, he, he's a little guy. Could do happen. like 127 hour kind of thing. See Maybe. what is. And, I'll, and see I'll, if he makes it. Yeah, I'll just sit there for 127 hours. I'll camp. I'll, I'll set up a little camp. <laughs> His arms, you know, underneath that rock. I know his weight. Will you hand him the knife? Or will you make him use like a melon baller? I don't, do you kidding? I'd make him chew through his own arm. Come Ooh, on. You now we're talking. That. It's like, listen, you got a lot to hang in there for. You've got yeah. 90 shows. Yeah, seriously. So Listen, or you'd be start, like. Start biting. Yeah, or you're just telling him, you know what? Dude, I don't think it's going to happen because we still want to keep uh, De Niro around. And I was talking to my friend, mm. you know, Chris Abalo, who, who you know, kind of told me that I have to push you down this ravine. <laughs> and he'll be like, yeah, yeah, I understand. I was like, okay. You got a Kevin Hart impression? You, you want to give us one now? No. Okay, Christian didn't have one. All right. We can't. We can't do it. All right. How about uh, Morgan Freeman? Who would I sacrifice to keep Morgan Freeman? Yes. See, Morgan Freeman just keeps getting better and better. Age has not affected him whatsoever. I mean – in as much as he can still do kind of whatever, and you're like, it's Morgan say, Freeman. Uh, of course, but you know? uh, you're like, age hasn't really affected him except that well, he's dating his granddaughter now. But well, other than that, what? Well, his step granddaughter. Wait, for real? I think so. Oh, I thought that was just, a, I thought it was an age joke, but no, no, uh, no, I think there personally, was something <laughs> weird. It's all there. over Wikipedia. Uh, uh, that's interesting. Whatever. And, you know, um, Okay. Um, all right. We don't see it anyway. Anyway, um, to keep right, Morgan Free for how how much longer? Are you gonna have to take? Uh, we got him for how old is he now, Christian? He's eighty-five. Is he right, really? Uh, we wow. got him. For, see, I wouldn't have you thought get him for so. ten more years. Ten more years of Morgan Freeman. Who am I willing to give up? Would you be willing to give up? I don't know. Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon. 
I mean, Susan Sarandon only gets more annoying with age. She's the opposite of Morgan Freeman. So, yeah, she can go. But and, she's got to take uh, Tim Rouse. But she's got to take Tim Rouse. It's like you were never legally married, but you listen, you're you're bound together in, yeah. <laughs> in being sentenced to death. Uh, yeah. But I how can't. are you going to do it? How am I going to do it? Um, and you got to take both of them out. Hot air balloon crash. Wow. Because it, it, then the story is they were trying to reconcile and then tragedy befell them. But how, do you know how you would like – Yeah, shoot the balloon out with a rifle from okay. far away. Okay. I mean, you know <laughs> – well, fuck. All right. Good. Hey. That's I mean, a, that's off the top of right. my head, but it all right, good deal. sounds like a pretty solid plan. I like it. I mean, not with a regular bullet with a, you know. I got you. No, that's good. <laughs> with the ground air missile. But still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, right. I think it has to be. Because I, I also can't recall, like, again, when we're talking about the amount of work, I don't know the last time I saw Tim Robbins in something. And that's not an insult. I'm just trying to recall what he's been in recently. I don't know. Has John Cusack really done anything, anything and, you know, thrown him a fucking bone? He, well, <laughs> he did, did that Amazon series that didn't get uh, picked uh, up. Oh, okay. But I don't, I, I really Francis don't. Robbins. But. Now, you know, Christian, all you're doing is humanizing this creature to me. <laughs> yeah, so. we can't have that. No. And Not if we're hypothetically. To be honest, no, uh, Dark, Dark Waters. Water. That, okay, that's right. There's that movie about the okay. VHS. <laughs> What the hell is VHS? I'm very. Oh, it's a documentary. No, or no. It's a comedy. Uh, oh, it's it's a period movie. It takes place in 1987. I see. Uh, any any directed by it was director? directed by his brother. It has to be right. His last name is Robbins. Is, is it a, his brother or his kid? Oh shit! Good question. Susan oh, shot entirely on VHS. Actually, was she in it? Oh yeah, look at that. All right. Well, maybe they're still on good terms. Um, possibly. Okay. Well, yes. Okay. So those two would go. All right, so um, that's good. Good for you. That's pretty good. Uh, okay, so we're, we were talking about in the pre-show, the extensive pre-show, the great right. Paul Giamatti. Yes. Who is great in everything. I haven't seen Billions. It's a show I keep saying I need to watch. I've tried and, to watch it, uh, but my wife is not a big fan of, like, torture. Oh, really? Does it go in that direction? All I, all I, like all I know is two minutes. Really? Like, yeah, she uh, – like, he – there's a prostitute that pisses on him and oh my know, God. smacks him around. So, yeah, she's like, I'm not watching this. I was like, <laughs> fair enough. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, oh, so Mel Brooks, can, keep... uh, can I? Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, you can have um, – uh, there's one other person that I'm going to throw on the sacrificial fire. Really? It wasn't enough to get rid of De Palma and Scorsese? No. no. Well, De Palma, Scorsese, and uh, Woody Allen. Oh, get Woody, rid of Woody. I don't know that Woody Allen has any market value. I think oh, he doesn't. In, I think he's in the Mel Gibson category where no, it's like we actually, can't get a whole lot for Woody Allen. Ryan Polanski. Uh, Roman, Roman Polanski? Ryan. Same. Ryan Polanski. He's Ryan Polanski is yeah, his uh, son-in-law. Yeah, son-in-law, <laughs> like, Ryan. It's yeah. like Ryan Polanski, Polanski needs to go because we can't extradite that son of a Roman bitch, Polanski. Yeah. <laughs> but Ryan, we get a hold of his yeah, his, his grandson. Um, so, yeah. so, all right, preserving Paul Giamatti. We would have to give up somebody. We, but now Paul Giamatti is only 55. I know. Which is, he, he seems perpetually 40 to me. I mean, he just, I just see him as you know, I just miles and sideways. I, I see, see him perpetually. older than me. Yeah. Like, much older. I see him like 10, like, actually 10 years older than me. Really? Yeah, because he just felt like that. But he's, like, actually, like, he's a month 55. And a half. So he's, he's, he's a month is he really? Older than me. So, yeah. <laughs> well, same. Like, granted, I'm 40, but I still see him as, like, that type of character, like, the, not not schlubby, but like the pear shaped kind of every man. Speaking of schlubby, you know, I mean, pull up that uh, picture again, please. But there you go. Who's that? Dan Schneider. Better off dead, man. Oh yeah. Okay. It took a Ricky. second. Yeah, we, we were talking Ricky. about better off dead earlier. The underappreciated Ricky. classic that is better off dead. Oh my god. Yes. Get on a Criterion. Okay. Um. 
Okay, so we can Paul preserve Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. We got for he's only fifty five, so it's got to be a long. This has to be a big sacrifice. Yeah, it's got to be because we got to have him for 30s. like forty years. Yeah, someone we got to have for a long time. So you got to get rid of somebody in their thirties. Okay, so who do we have? Um, this Ooh, is a tough one. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna say. See, I'm cheating because I'm I'm looking at movies he's been in and I'm thinking of co-stars. Okay, it's going to cost Edward Norton and Clive Owen. They both go, Edward but we keep Norton? Paul Giamatti for 40 years. Yeah, The Illusionist. I'm, I'm literally looking at his filmography, and I'm like, I need okay. something. So I, the two I, of them I'll, go. But uh, how do they go? Hmm. And you got okay. two, two separate. Two separate, Live way, two separate means. Um, I Live Owens, I, I, I would do a break job on that one. Okay. <laughs> you just want to hear it. You just have a thing for torturing Irish guys. You, you, just have, you obviously have a grudge about over Irish no, guys. No, That's I'm, what it is. I'm half Irish for fuck's sake. So oh, yeah. God. Okay. Uh, and, and, okay. Never mind. But Ed Norton. Michael Imperioli. What about Michael Imperioli? Oh, oh, you're going to trade sacri- Michael Imperioli? Yeah, I'd sacrifice. Wait a minute. Dude, I just <laughs> saved the fucker's life. Well, now I'm sacrificing. Well, now. For Paul Giamatti? Yeah. yeah. It's like getting countersued. But that he's already pulled two out. But you're gonna okay. You're, yeah, you're so, well, right he's, back in the he's got all right. He's got all right. Well, hang on. We gotta figure out. We gotta figure out what we're doing to yeah, Edward Norton know. first. But you're, um, you're flushing. I'm telling you. But you're flushing. You. We already had two that we were agreed upon. But you're like, ah, fuck it. Let me just throw in a third one in there because so they're now, about the same and age. Guess what? You gotta kill Michael Imperioli. Figure out how you're doing it, Christian. So you're saying you would take it to keep all Giamatti? You would sacrifice Michael Imperioli? All three of them? Yeah. No, I'm saying a one for one because they're about the same age. No, Michael Perioli is no. He just threw it out there. We've already killed one of them. Yeah, and we've got to go. Fine, I'll take it the fuck back. All right, we can't. Nope, it's no take back. It's been hey, there's there was never a rule. You you have just fired Edward Norton out of a cannon into a brick wall. Now (laughs) you need to dispose of Michael. Immediately go to something cartoony. So here we go. All right, Michael Imperioli is. We're, we're taking a page oh, out of The shit. Sopranos. We're taking him down to the fucking Pine Barrens, and he's having a little hunting accident. <laughs> All right. You're going hunting with Michael Peter. Wow, that was heavy. Yeah, sorry, Michael. I saved your ass. And Christian, Christian put threw you on you the right, chopping block. Yeah. Christian threw you right back in the fucking brimstone. He couldn't wait. It, Holy equal, shit. Equal, okay. No, there was no equal. We already had him. We uh, had him, uh, and you right. just had to up the ante. Good Lord. Now he's got to do the... Uh, the the John Quincy Adams. That's right. Yeah. The series. HBO, yeah, yeah, yeah. HBO series. Um, okay. Let's talk about some people. Let's do the opposite. Who you would sacrifice to bring somebody back from the dead? Oh, oh shit. Now, I I would sacrifice most people, and I'm talking celebrities, civilians, anybody, to get back Robin Williams and George Carlin. There's basically no deal I wouldn't make for those two. So that, those are really, really tough because those are the top two on my list because – Basically, there isn't a day that goes by that I don't wish those two men were still around and hadn't missed a day that we could have. Now, when I say that, it doesn't mean they come back to life now. They've been dead for all these years. They never died in the first place. So they've been alive this whole time. So that's that also that's the condition that well, Robin, I wouldn't bring back, unfortunately, because Robin found out he had a very debilitating disease. And that was okay. But that's since that's ultimately what killed him. That's off the table. So if I bring them back, he's cured. He bring it back. He doesn't, he doesn't have that. He could end up with colon cancer like Cleavon little did. And we might lose him in three years, but uh, we we, we have to, we have to take what ultimately killed him. Yeah. We need to take it off in the same way. Like George Carlin does have another heart attack. If we bring him back, because he would only be 85 right now, which is is reasonable. 
I would have I would have loved to have brought back Gene Wilder, but I know he was done acting by that. That's time. what I'm saying. See, that's you couldn't. Yeah, and I couldn't. And yeah, because he had already developed. What was it? Alzheimer's by this time? He I think he did. Yeah, yeah. but he but same thing. He'd been retired for twenty years. I don't think he made a movie in the two thousands. Not that I can no, recall. He hasn't. He so hasn't. It, yeah. So it was probably at least twenty years since he'd done something. So I can't. You can't you want, really. I wish we had something that could. Pull up a thing. Yeah, imagine that. Oh, there we go. Yeah, oh, my God. Look at that. Uh, Wikipedia page has been thing? on screen. Yeah. Uh, his last appearance his would last have been. He was in 2005. So... Oh, he was on Will and Grace. Will Grace. Two episodes yeah. of Will and Grace. Expo, Magic of the. He was in. Well, that's a documentary. Yeah, Another You in 91. Okay, yeah, he hadn't done anything in wow. 25 years. So, yeah, it's like, well, we're not getting more output from this guy. It'd be nice yeah. just because he deserves to live forever, but. Yeah, we happen to love that's, Gene yeah, Wilder, but, but, but that's that's not how we're measuring this. I mean, no. and again, you set the terms because you were that's like, true. we're getting <laughs> mediocre Michael Imperioli, or we're getting I, mediocre Pacino, and I would take yeah. mediocre Michael. Pacino. I got you. Well, um, so I, there's kind of there isn't something you guys can, put, which I guess is a challenge in a way. There isn't really anything you could put on the table that I wouldn't agree to to have kept George Carlin even up to now. Even if it's just like he drops yeah. dead tomorrow. The day this episode goes up. Gotcha. Um, but we could have had him for the last 14 years because I would just love his take on everything that's happened since gotcha. 2008. And same with Robin Williams. I feel like we could have gotten at least one more stand-up special that would have been killer because those last two HBO stand-up specials from uh, 2002 and 2009 were just amazing. Here's the crazy I mean, thing. Whatever you think about the movies. Is that everything that we're going through now is that even though George is gone, his point still stands. Whenever something oh my God. goes down, you could share a George Carlin clip and it's still relevant. Which but is, it's so. been that way since 1960. <laughs> yeah. yeah so so I'm like, he was he was a does, prophet if there ever oh, was one. Shit does not change. <laughs> yeah. And, and and that's that's the flaw of the human race is we don't fucking learn. Yeah. I mean, that's that is, that is true. Problem. That really is. And that was one of the things that was kind of one of the headlines of the two-part HBO documentary, which is phenomenal if you haven't seen it. It's, oh, it's, fin- it's unreal. Fantastic. Oh, my God. It's it's everything I wanted. Literally everything. When I was like, I don't know. I'm a diehard George Cohen fan. And that it lived up to the hype and gave his – his wife, uh, her due as well, which was great to kind of meet his wife really for the first time. But that's one of the things everybody says, like, no matter what's happening in the news, you could share a clip from a George Carlin special and it still applies now. Um, so it's kind of deals. I I couldn't say I, I there's nothing you could take off the table. Like I would I would kind of let everybody go for the sake Actually, of the two of them. I'll, those two are good, but I'll give you one that you'll have to choose. OK. And when I name the name, you're going to be like, oh, fuck. Okay. All right. Alan Rickman. Ooh. To get Alan Rickman back. Yes. Fuck. And he was what? He was 67? He was in his, yeah. He was 60. 69. 69. 69 when he okay. Died. Okay. Which was only six years ago. I know. Wow. So he'd wow. be 70. He'd be 75 right now. Mm-hmm. And he'd still be, I mean, he looked fantastic. Yeah. Oh, he'd still be um, killing it too. Like there's, and he would, of course, because there's another guy who just never phoned it in. Shit, like it I would. You have something. You have, have somebody you're willing to get get rid of. But it's it's. it's go, go ahead, go ahead. What? But get on mic. But I, <laughs> I, I know I'm, you're having. I'm trying to think. I know you're I, stopping a hemorrhage from happening, but <laughs> you're gonna have to actually. Go ahead. Tom Hanks. Ooh. Tom Hanks. You would give Tom Hanks for Alan Rickman. That's that's. But think like think of. Every that's high Tom stakes. Hanks. Think of every Tom Hanks movie we've had up until this point. Think of what we could have had with Rickman, even still. I don't know. I mean, admittedly, I haven't seen the last several Tom Hanks movies. I'm trying I'll to be think, honest. I'm trying to think <laughs> okay. of like making it kind of like you're putting someone of that of that level. Yeah, you're trying that, to get an equivalent. It has to be. 
Wow, that is tough. Tom Hanks. Wow. Yeah, that's Didn't wow. Would you trade Tom Hanks for Rickman? Um, I mean, Tom Hanks is only it's sixty six now, so that's tough. There was a nine year gap. Uh, oh, um, and I'm not shitting on the recent Tom Hanks filmography. I'm just no, saying no, I couldn't tell you the last new Tom Hanks movie I have seen. I mean, Toy Story four, I guess, would be the one. But um, he killed it as Mister Rogers, actually. That, okay, that would be the one. Then I did see that. That was perfect. All right, to get Rickman back, I will be willing to trade. You're saying no to Hanks. Oh, that's so <laughs> tough. That is tough. Well, you get you brought this up. I so did. You're, uh, you're getting hoisted you, by your I'm own gonna petard. You, I'm going to give you three people. Okay, Tim Allen. I'm giving you. He's. This is why. Okay. This is why it's. You know, it's this not a one for one. Okay. Yes. It's a three for one. Okay. 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 So, okay, and I see the sense you're making. Right. <laughs> That's why you're starting, you're starting with a low balance. Yeah. <laughs> a low Thank market you. value. I'm telling you. Um, John Cusack. I'm throwing John Cusack in there. Okay. Um, just because he's only now starting to come around. Mm-hmm. For like a, and he's also much younger than Mr. Rickman was. Yes. When he died. Yes. All right. And number three. Uh, and I'm going to give you another Harry Potter guy. Robbie Coltrane. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yes. I, I don't. So I don't take any pleasure. I don't take any pleasure in saying I would take that deal, but I would take that deal. Yeah. Yeah. Because Hagrid nuns on the run. I'm good. Those I'd, two are good I'd, enough for me. I, I don't know. I'd swap Joan with somebody else. No, John. No, Joan. Oh, Joan. John Cusack. John, John Cusack. I'd no, swap, John. Cusack. I'd swap John with somebody else. Because so, think... so John Cusack is a linchpin for this. I, like I you're not think... willing to forego John Cusack to get Rickman. I, I mean, for Rickman now. The guy who played Hagrid. Yes. I, mm, fuck. <laughs> Tim Allen. Yes, that's that, that's Allen, a yeah, no brainer. Like he could go. Would you do that? I mean, since you're you're proposing it. Is oh that, yeah, that, absolutely. Uh, do you would those take those, those three, three and go to get Rickman? Oh, they back? Can, okay, and I want Rickman. Okay, and uh, fuck it. I, yeah. I let's put it this way. I'll take Rickman only on stage. He doesn't uh, even do a movie. Wow. Well, he gets to do the narration for Hit Somebody as Kevin Smith intended. He gets to. He gets yes. to do that. He gets but to do other, that but and, he's not on camera. He no, only gets on stage. And he, he can do as many narrations as he wants. Yes. But he only acts on stage. How about that? Wow. Yeah. I yeah. I, I'll still take that. Uh, I love you, John Cusack. But sorry. This is, this is sorry, tough. John. John, you're That's the only one, one that hurt. Because right, I, I did love him at one time. You, all right. Who would you sacrifice to bring back Chadwick Boseman? Oh, oh man, because we don't know. I mean, that's that's a career that could have gone. Chadwick Boseman. Oh, everywhere. and it's got to be of equal. This is a one-to-one. This, absolutely. You have to go one-to-one. All right, I'm going to let you go. Oh, man. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to get as even odds as possible. Okay? Chris Hemsworth. Because outside of Thor, I can't point to anything that he's done that has even drawn an audience or has made me interested enough to be like, I would totally watch that. Whereas Chadwick Boseman had range. Like that was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Just in the actual real life icons he played, never mind T'Challa. Mm-hmm. I'm talking James Brown, which he absolutely killed it. Thurgood Marshall, same. Jackie, Jackie Robinson, same. It's like that dude could do so much more than just be superheroes. And again, I'm not hating on Chris Hemsworth, but I'm, I'm trying to go one for one gotcha. with like a dude similar age. Chris Hemsworth, I believe is maybe even a year younger than me. Oh, he's 38. Okay. So he's younger than Chadwick Boseman by like, I guess five years. Um, yeah, that's one I would say if we can get him back. Yes, I would. Yeah. Men in black international. I mean, when you look at, again, I'm looking at the potential, what we'd get and you know, we get a couple of Netflix movies. We're probably going to get a few more Thor appearances, which is fine. Okay. But 
All right, I'm going to take... Uh, I I like that. Okay. However, I'm going to take Chris Hemsworth off the table. Okay. And I'm going to replace him with Gal Gadot. Oh, come on. There's no question. One person can act, the other one can't. That's not equal. That's not a that's, oh, a, that's a false equivalency. She is a linchpin of the DC universe. So not anymore. I, that well, universe is a cul-de-sac now. Well, I, I think I <laughs> think. Let's be honest. Let's be, come, come on. It's, you're not. That's, that's over. Hold on. I'm giving you an opportunity to save Chadwick and Chris Hemsworth with one stroke. Oh, really? Gal Gadot. Go ahead. Okay. Well, then yeah. Of course she goes. That's See, no question. There you go. But that's, that's all you had to but do. That's, but I'm trying to put someone up there who's like at least has the same um, similar market value. To me, it would to probably, Chadwick Boseman, it'd probably have to be a like. That's the only like reason I went with the mo- three different people. Yeah, you wouldn't I, do I one for one so. because I'm thinking you're talking about a, we could get 40 years. Right, I mean, he was in his early go. 40s. Then, was it 43? Then if you you think she's not quite as marketable, I'll give you one who is quite as marketable. Okay. How about Marco Margot Robbie? Ooh. Damn, See, damn. There you go. Just because you don't like Gal Gadot, you're like, nah, she's not spank bank material. <laughs> Here's, I'm giving you Margot Robbie. She has range. I mean, you know. She is fantastic, mm-hmm. but I would trade her Definitely for, attractive, even though lean blondes aren't exactly my thing. But, I think she's a, uh, ooh, wow, that's. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, but she's a little bit longer in the tooth. <laughs> Then, um, and I hate to say it, but her marketability. <laughs> Christian just pulled up Amy Adams, if everyone wonders yeah. who we're talking Sorry about. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to look at something first before I was. Uh, like, no, you know but what? that's no. like. Amy. Mar- uh, no. Mar- well, Margot Robbie or Chadwick Boseman. Margot I, Robbie. I'm I'm sorry. I, you I, can do this. Margot Robbie, she, as wonderful Chadwick. as she is. Yeah. Or Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman, and this is the one that hurt me most. I actually, uh, I teared up when I heard that he passed away because mm-hmm. I didn't know he was sick. Oh, no, no one did. did. No yeah. one Which did. was, and same with Rickman, that thing. Exactly. And I mean, as it, it, and I saw all the bullshit mm-hmm. that people were throwing out there, like, uh, what'd they say, Crack Panther? You know, yeah, like oh my a, God. I was like, fucking fuck ha- you. Yeah, exactly. Pieces like, fuck you people. Yeah. Racist scumbags. And it, it, it hurt. I was like, when when the news came in and I was like, it it knocked me back on my my heels. I'm no, like, it did. Fuck. We were in the middle of Bill and Ted face the music, and when we got the news, we were like, oh, finally something good in 2020. Finally, we get the the third the long gestating Bill and Ted movie, and then we hear about that, and we were like, it took the it took the air out of all of us. Yeah. There were four of us yeah. who gathered this night, and it was like fuck. And that was one that really, you know, saying that was a gut punch. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? What do you, that, no, no. Especially. It was like, the, I'm not a basketball fan, but it was like the Kobe Bryant thing. It's like, no, no yeah. way. That, no. that couldn't have happened. Yeah. It was one of those things where you're just like, that's impossible. And yet. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Same. Cause again, I'm, I'm judging by talent and what we got during the time we had. Yeah. Nothing against Margot Robbie. I know the internet's in love with this Barbie movie that is <laughs> like 10 days into filming, but. I mean, yeah, I'd have to take it. There's, yeah. that's that's a high, that's a that's high okay. value talent right there. And she's ten years she, younger than. Oh no, actually, she's more than that. She's thirty two now. He was forty three two years ago. So, so yeah, I'm I'm it's giving, like thirteen uh, years. I'm giving the Grim Reaper fucking more value. Yeah, I'm not solidified on this option. Okay, so please like tell me what about Leo DiCaprio. Uh, for Chadwick, I don't know. Well, where do you land on? Hang on, where do you land on Margot Robbie or Chris Hemsworth though? Like, some of you guys got to oh, answer what I'm I, putting I, out there. I, I think I would, I would choose, I would choose Hemsworth. I have a funny feeling Margot 
has is going to have one of those careers that's just going to keep going up and up and up. And yeah, up and up you and think she's just, well, I mean, she's 32. She is just getting started. I'll I agree with know. that. Chris Hemsworth, he's, I mean, he's, he's got the comedic chops where it's not necessarily a bad thing to be a comedic, you know, guy. Oh, totally. So I, and I'm just saying he hasn't re- again, has nothing has really resonated outside of playing Thor and he's done a variety of stuff. He did the, the Ghostbusters movie that everyone wants to forget. Of course he did. And but he did though, the vacation reboot everyone wants to forget. Cabin in the Woods. Which was really good. Which was great. great which was really great. Um, and the, the Oh, he's talented. I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm just putting that oh, against. Oh, he was, he was in, in, I mean, George Kirk in Star Trek, for God's sakes. Yeah, that was five minutes. I mean. So what? He, it, that it, was it, like that? so memorable. Yeah. That well, I you're, remember yeah, seeing that. I was like, were... holy shit. And I'm a Trek guy. So right, that right. in there for me, that and. So you're opposite saying that awful Jennifer Morrison? Oh, <laughs> so you're saying horrible. So you're saying no to Hemsworth. I'm saying, saying and that's you, why you I would said, keep Hemsworth. Let me put Margot Robbie. Keep Hemsworth. Okay, take Margot Robbie. You Is were there trading anybody else. <laughs> like I've like I don't know. So you're okay. So you're willing to keep Hemsworth and Chadwick I, stays dead. You suck. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> And you're racist. No, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, you're in jail on camera, so what we need you need to be accused of something. Yeah. Clearly, um, <laughs> you want to you want to give like Leonardo DiCaprio. No one really. I mean, I I can't see any of your. Um, yeah, Leo. I, yeah, I don't know to no. get rid of Leo. See, same thing. Like Leo just kind of keeps getting better and better. I really don't think so. But Re- you don't. I've never liked him. Really? Never. Really. But Chadwick Boseman. I mean, if well, you wanted to go. Okay, so you would you would let Leo go for Chadwick? It's oh, just, I'd let at Leo okay. go for at least for me. I've seen Leo's range at this point. Mm-hmm. He's won his Oscar. Mm-hmm. I've seen all of his best works. I've seen some of his worst works. Right. I think it's oh. kind of a fair trade at this point. You watched him on Growing Pains. Awesome. <laughs> you probably well, did. I mean, look Gilbert who we're talking Grave? to. Well, Gilbert Grave. You I mean, say he thank was you. Was pretty great. When he was like thirteen. You say thank you. <laughs> and, no, not impressive at all. Okay. I mean, he was like 11. I thought it was pretty good. Um, Critters 3. I was like 50 when I did that. <laughs> I mean, he gave us Critters 3, for God's sake. Um, um, actually, the aviator hated it because he looked like he was 12 years old when he's playing Howard Hughes. That is true. Yeah, he got a baby face still. Well, that's why he has half the facial hair. So once he he looks like this. I mean, he was great mm. once upon a time in Hollywood. Really, that didn't that didn't move the needle for you. Wow. Yeah, he's in Scorsese's next movie. Come on. Come on. Okay. Thank you, no. Wow. Uh, oh, no, this is going to be great because it's Leo and De Niro and Brendan Fraser. What? Yeah. Yeah. And Brendan Fraser's in this? Yes. All right, cool. And people, oh, people were so him. happy. I'm, yeah. I love Brendan Fraser. I, used to, I, I keep, I'm not saying this for me. I'm saying a bunch of people brought up. I've, since I was like 19, people said I looked like Brendan Fraser because that was when The Mummy came out. And I was like 19, 20. Wasn't that like 2000, 2001, the first Mummy movie? And they were like, you're like Brendan Fraser. I guess just dark hair, blue eyes, tall. And I'm like, okay. Um, but with the long hair, I'm getting it even more. Hey, Amen. <laughs> I've been called worse. Encino <laughs> Man paid for preschool for me. Actually, so I, go Brendan Fraser. I, I, really? Oh, yeah. PM Dawn's on that soundtrack. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's fantastic. That's and great. I swear to God, this picture, go go back to that picture. Yes. It looks like a, a real life uh, beaker. Me, <laughs> me. <laughs> Can you put that? Please put that in frame. Can you, can you put that on camera so I can, yeah, I can, can so I everybody can. can see this? Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That's that's scary accurate. That's that's 
Only wow. he, but he has to perform memories as Beaker, like on the Muppet okay. Show. Of course. Like that is that's that's, that's so good. That is so wow, Mike. You you nailed it. Ooh, strong. <laughs> the wow, brief moment in the next Muppet movie when when Beaker gets turned. No, they're gonna have to do auditions for new Muppets. Okay. That's what we have to do. Me. Just pull it. It can take over the frame. I don't care. Just pull. I, yeah. Scroll me. that over. And yeah, it's like there's there's. <laughs> Live I can't get over that. That actually does. And that's 2008. OK. Yes. Yeah, so it's it's not a recent enough picture of him. Too bad. Goddamn. Not, too bad. Donald Pleasance isn't still alive. What do we have to trade to be? Uh, I'm sorry. Who, who's oh. that? Prev- uh, honey. Honeydew. Honeywell. Honey. Honeydew. Oh, uh, Dr. Bunsen. Dr. Honeydew. Dr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honeydew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Get down. laughs> that's a pretty wow, that is a good right one there. you know Donald Pleasant Halloween you know Donald Pleasant is. okay yeah he'd be um, he's, he's the guy who for eight movies says he must be stopped yeah I know that's who Donald Pleasant is good for job, those who are listening and don't know um shitty president in uh Escape from he's the Duke of New York he's a oh, number yeah. one and yeah a British fucking uh president that's awesome I mean, no wonder we're going to fucking hell. In the <laughs> uh, so there are some I there's some I know are going to be controversial okay. because I was also thinking of musicians, you know, outside yeah. the scope of just actors. OK, we can do that. And there were three. And I had this discussion the other day in in light of our conversation. I think it was that night, actually, um, because I got a message, you know, asking if I was OK because Sonny Corleone died. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, thank you for checking on me. Um, but I th- there, there are three that I said I would not bring back as much as it would be great. I have my reasons. And this okay. is going to be controversial. Um, I would not bring back Randy Rhodes or Dimebag Daryl or – damn it. What was the third one? Okay. There is one that I missed. <laughs> I had this in a message and I apologize. Okay. Um, but uh, – I apologize. Oh, and Jimi Hendrix. And the reason why my rationale for not wanting to bring the three of them back as much as, you know, Jimmy was kind of, you know, was the young cause was that the other two were accidents that were unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But my rationale is and has been for a long time. We've even discussed this on the show before was that they never had the chance to suck or to be forgotten or underappreciated. There was never a point. You know, Randy Rhodes was still on the incline in the helicopter crash. So we had the two Aussie albums and a couple of Quiet Riot albums. Um, Dimebag Daryl, people were heartbroken all over the world and Pantera broke up, but he and Vinny went into damage plan. And I feel like there was never a point where he was unappreciated and people didn't care. And, um, you know, same with Hendrix. It's like before we got everything we were going to get and who knows what we would have gotten, he passed away. So I feel like as much as I know that may sound shitty to people, I just feel like, okay, well, those guys will forever be legends before. Because to be honest, if you look at people who have survived, I mean, as much as sad as it was to lose Eddie Van Halen, his position in the history of music and his cultural impact, that was set in stone by 1984, no matter what he did afterwards. Right, so as enough. much as it sucks to lose him, as much as I love the Van Hagar era, I'm just saying like it's th- – that's something where I'm, I'm not wishing Eddie Van Halen had died earlier or anything like that. But I'm looking at that as an example of, OK, there was a point where you know Van Halen didn't do much for the last – 25 years of their existence, 20, uh, definitely the last 20 years in the 2000s. You know, they did one album in 2012. Okay. The last one was 98. And I'm just kind of comparing that or even like Jeff Beck. Like I know he's got a, an album coming out with Johnny Depp, but like nobody's really cared about Jeff Beck in like 35 years. Whereas once upon a time, huge. Um, now I realize this was controversial because I said, well, here's the thing. Here's, here's my caveat. 
to that. Uh, we get one more Ozzy album with Randy Rhodes playing guitar, but then that's it. <laughs> because I would have liked to have heard a third one. Um, and in exchange for that, I would push Eric Clapton off the balcony and save his kid. That's the deal I'm willing to make. That Eric Clapton goes and we Whoa. never get tears in heaven and we never – the world never acknowledges how what a horrible person he is. So I'm okay with that because oh, I kind of would like to know what that third – We didn't get was. tears in heaven? No, because that happened because the sun fell right. off. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't uh, – so 1990? Yeah, so we don't get unplugged and we don't get anything like that. That Yeah. It was – 90, 91, something like Because unplugged I believe was 93. Okay. Um, I remember I was down in Florida when that happened. I was living in Florida. I was doing my externship from mm-hmm. culinary school when his when you yeah, yeah when that news happened. But that was um, awful. Um, so I I don't know if you guys have equivalents like that where it's like I kind of wouldn't change it where I wouldn't trade what happened because okay. like pr- I mean so I could say the same thing I could say similar about Prince because I feel like we've heard more talk about Prince in the last six years than we did in the previous twenty five years because everybody's like I love Prince but nobody really cared what Prince was up to and. In the 21st well, century at all until well, he died was, and now he's well, – When it now came everybody to anything everything. that was up with him in general, like there wasn't much because he was that private of a person. Look at where he would hide out. But like, he still released like what, an album maybe, a year though. That's Minnesota? the thing. He's still yeah. – yeah. Comp- Have you ever seen Prince's Compound? Uh, I, I was never invited, no. <laughs> well, you but you can tour it now. For a price. Have you ever seen Kevin told me. Kevin told it's me. It's insane. Oh, yeah. But uh, he still put out like an album a year every other year. So he was still – Creating, and he was still touring. He was writing for people, right? Yeah, yeah. like he was still working, so he still had output. But I feel like nobody cared about it until he died. Like the last, and I'm I'm a Prince fan, obviously, but I couldn't tell you everything he done aside from um, the album he did was a Third Eyed Girl, the Plectrum Electrum uh, album, Mm -hmm. which is great because it was just a straight up rock album, and he was a part of it, but he wasn't like the face of it, um, which I think was 2013. But it's one of those where like, well, now everybody loves him, but. If he was still alive, I don't know that anybody would have more. I don't. I don't feel like he would have gotten his due. I mean, I feel the same way about like Joey Ramone. Like nobody really give a shit about the Ramones when he died in two thousand one, but now everybody cares about him, and now the songs are used everywhere, and the T-shirts are everywhere, and it's like, yeah, I wonder if that would have happened if they didn't. Ex- you know what I'm saying? Like if they didn't exist because they died in kind of quick succession. Joey was two thousand one. Dee Dee was two thousand two. I think Johnny was oh four oh five. I forget. It wasn't long after. But the idea, like, nobody appreciates them while they're alive. So I, I feel like there wouldn't have been the same reverence for them had they lived longer. I realize I'm kind of pivoting away from what I we get, talked about. No, but, I, I understand what you're saying. I, I would do the same thing with Bowie. Right. I wouldn't right. bring back Bowie because um, his last album was all about his death. Yes. Black Star was all about dying and facing it with dignity and with, quite honestly, curiosity. Right. Which I thought was fucking brave. And he was on an incline, too. Like, those last three albums, people yeah. were, like, They're getting better in, and better in love better. with. Yeah, exactly. Then, like, The Next Day, and I forget the, the other one before that. And then, yeah, Black Star, well, which... Yeah, Bowie pushed the envelope all the time. I yeah. Mean, he was like, hey, let's see if I can make the dickery do cool. And, you know, it's like, <laughs> holy shit. Um, but that's the... I, I wouldn't do that with him. Um, same with, um, Lennon, I'm, I might, John Lennon, I might argue for bringing back. Okay. He would be uh, 80 now. So he could have, yeah, he could have had a but good we, long Yeah, we career. could have uh, another 40 years of John Lennon. That'd be right. fantastic. But I wouldn't bring back George Harrison because George, as I loved George Harrison, he was my favorite Beatle. Mm. 
uh, which you don't hear a lot. No, not I, too many people say that. I feel However, like his solo career was the strongest one, in my opinion. I know, of course, I've, I've gotten a lot of arguments about that. There are a lot of people who would argue his solo about, albums and then the traveling Wilburys alone. I'm like, I, I agree. that's what I'm saying. I'm like but, Lennon's solo stuff. I was never it's very confessional, and I just, just kind of never got into it. He, Mark uh, McCartney has a strong catalog, and Ringo is Ringo. Anyway. <laughs> Ringo's uh, married to Barbara Bach. Uh, yeah, and so he didn't need to make music. Good He's busy making music with her as yeah. any right-thinking man would be. Uh, anyway, but um, as you say, his legacy goes no further. It's cemented. Yeah. So yeah. you don't need to bring back George Harrison. As like I said, as much as I loved him, and also a uh, big fan of Clapton, uh, he was, which yeah. is weird. Best friends. Also friends with uh, the Monty Python guys. Oh yeah. So I mean, that's and George. Ha- I mean, that's the reason we got Life of Brian. Yeah, <laughs> it was George Harrison basically financed it by mortgaging. Like, his I house. just want to see it. Just go. I know, and that yeah. that's that's brilliant. How like, fucking awesome! Don't that? we all want a friend like that? Or it's yeah. like, well, I want to make oh a movie. God. Can you help? Sure. I mean, I'll, I'll mortgage my fucking castle. It's like, yes, you own. Well, a I'll castle? mortgage one of my houses. Yeah. yeah, it's like I've got nine. Sure, if I mortgage one of them, sure. you can make this movie because I just want to see it. Yeah, I own them all outright. So yeah, let's yeah. Do that why and, the fuck not? And I got my Easter tra- tradition because of it. <laughs> um, Wouldn't that so. be the most nerve wracking screening ever to just show it to the one guy who was like, I want to just see it. I don't know. See, apparently, you know, Mel Brooks did a screening of High Anxiety for Alfred Hitchcock. He wanted to watch it yes. by himself. Holy shit. And yeah. and apparently he was, I don't know if he was looking through the door or he was sat like hiding in no, the back. No, no, no. It wasn't, it, no. Um, actually, Hitch went to the the opening, the premiere. Oh, and did the he? one person that he wanted to like, <laughs> who was seated up front. Right. Who was escorted to his chair, mm-hmm. uh, got up at, at the end, mm-hmm. turned around. Um, Mel was sitting like behind him. Turned around, walked walked right past him, didn't acknowledge him at all, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" Mm-hmm. And uh, the next day, he got a case of, I think it was bourbon, or um, <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Here you apparently, go. I thought I don't know if 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 Mel Brooks said if it was something anecdotal. Oh, no, I mean, it was uh, wine because uh, Mel Brooks is a. Um, Okay, he talked wine connoisseur. I haven't gone through. I have his audiobook, but I don't. I haven't gone through gotcha. it yet. It, oh, it's amazing. Um, oh, no doubt. It's but it's like nineteen hours, yeah. so I just haven't. That's the reason I haven't started yet, to be honest. But um, yeah, I believe it was. He, he saw him. He seemed kind of laughing, like almost shaking in his seat because he's a big yeah, dude, yeah, so he's he you know like, jiggling a lot. Um, and that was apparently he knew that he was at least enjoying it, but right. didn't acknowledge him. But didn't acknowledge at him the screening. Like, oh fuck! And it was over. Like I've done it. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the same way, like, and George Lucas was the same with Spaceballs. He's just like, yeah, absolutely. Just you can't make merchandise. Done. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> and that's it. You know what? But. Uh, all going back to actors who you would bring back. Yes. I'd bring back Madeline Kahn. Oh, hell oh, yes. yes. That's a I'm, good one. Wow, that's a good one. So she who died we, in, uh, she, she had breast cancer. Was it breast cancer? I think so. It was still, it was still the 90s, wasn't it? Yeah, I feel so it was like it was 90, a lot. 91 or 92. But can you imagine. Any everything else that she could have accomplished. After oh God! That. You know who I put in that same category? Gilda Radner. No, John Candy. Yes, because yeah. th- I'm thinking in the internet era. I'm thinking about any. I'm talking about even stuff like Funnier Die. Can you imagine just John Candy popping up and stuff like that? Small. That'd be small. Th- like uh, what we could have gotten in the last oh, thirty years. Yeah, 1999. Wow. But 57. Like yeah, that's way yeah. Too no, way, 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 way too. And uh, what what did she die of? She did. She, it was. Uh, I think it was breast cancer. Illness and death. What do we got? Ovarian. Ovarian cancer. Ovarian. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Short. Yeah. In ninety eight, and then passed away in ninety nine. Damn it. Yeah, I do remember she was on Cosby, the CBS Cosby series. She had her own. She had uh, Madeline. 
Pugsley. She had her own show? She did have her own show. Uh, she was in Bugs Life. Right okay. there. There you go. Go down a little bit. There, Betsy's Wedding. There's a movie that's underappreciated, I yeah, think. I know it's, so. oh, that movie's uh, hilarious. Where is it? Madeline. It should be up. Where's the 90? Oh, Madeline. There it is. Oh, it was only one season. I've never even heard of it. I didn't know that. Um, Another con! That's right. And it spelled correctly. Wow. So who we... Okay. So who would we... Let's think about... For Madeline Kahn? Yeah. Madeline Kahn and John Candy. Who hasn't done shit since? 1999? That's, yeah. I'm trying to think, yeah, I'm trying to think of an equivalent. Wow. Okay, let's go. Oh, I got one for you. Jane Curtin. Yeah, can't really point to anything. I mean, she was in The Heat, but even that was 10 years ago. Jane Curtin and, how about Jane Curtin and (laughs) we'll throw in Lorraine Newman, because why the fuck not? (laughs) Because you two are going to hell together. Yeah, sorry. Exactly. We want Madeline Kahn back. And they get pushed in front of a um, a subway bullet train. So yeah, there you go. Okay. I'm I'm thinking about the most. Gru- it, does that say a lot about me that I'm thinking about the most gruesome shit to happen to people? I feel like it says a lot. She was. I'm gonna have to send this episode Madeline to my Kahn, therapist. Fantastic. Uh, much. She was a very funny lady. Oh God, and yeah. I never found Lorraine Newman or Jane Curtin to be all that amusing. Hmm. I loved Gilda Radner. I thought she was very funny in um, as the like not ready for primetime players. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which stuff? Oh, see, yeah, see, Tom Daly, but he lived till seventy five. So that's not one. I'm like, mm. yeah. Again, I'm. Where's his wife? I feel like there's yeah, a there's a line. Um, uh, Carol Arthur. There you go. See. Yeah. Wow, they married. He was what twenty two. Oh, she's from Hackensack. Look at that. Yeah, she's what a lovely lady. Jersey girl, and he's from Brooklyn, of course. Uh, uh, let's see. I mean, you so, get your tongue fixed. Who knows? You can make millions of people happy. <laughs> millions of people happy. I know. That's, that's one of the great Dom DeLuise performances, for being honest. Man, who do we, who do we give up in exchange to keep John Candy? John Candy. That's a, that's a tough one. Cause again, I'm thinking oh. that generation and that's a tough one. Um, you I know, you're tempted. Go ahead. Um, Chris Catan. How about Jeffrey Tambor? <laughs> is Jeffrey Tambor still with us? Yes. He's Jeffrey, canceled, but he's, he's Jeffrey around. Jeffrey Tambor. How about we we kill him off? Because uh, he was he was like a contemporary. But he was a character actor, not a not a above the above the I, title marquee you know, star. But yeah, no. Like I was thinking like a Rick Moranis, a Chevy Chase, a Dan Aykroyd. Like oh, I'm thinking of like that class. Oh, Chevy of, Chase? Yeah, Chevy a, Chase. You get rid of Chevy Chase forever. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> And, and Chevy Chase. Uh, wow. I would have Chevy be eaten by rats. <laughs> oh, was that over the line, Christian? You were oh, very quick to kill fun. off Chevy Chase. Oh, no, I'm still with it. I just was like, rats. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of that, but I yeah. kind of like it. Slow and, hmm. Fuck yeah. And definitely painful. Wow. Wow. Orson Welles does not get to come. He no, he's good. Orson Welles doesn't come back. Well, well, same thing. He got, he had seventy years. I mean, I'm it's good not with his great, last but... movie, the Transformers movie. Good. Yeah. That, it's an interesting way to go. Yeah. I'll say that. It's an interesting final note to go out on. <laughs> but that was that was great. That Chadwick Boseman was was a curveball. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, that was a really good one because that's one we yeah we hadn't considered. Mm-hmm. We're, we're again we're thinking about it. A certain generation of like, oh, who are people who are getting up to a certain age who we're not ready to say goodbye yeah. to yet? But you—that's a really strong one. We were one. definitely not ready to say goodbye to him. No, no, no not at all. I, Damn it! I remember the day when he passed like all too well because, as you said, it t- took the wind right out of you. I, I remember being like 
like couldn't catch my breath for a second. I was like, that's, really? That's fucking crazy. Like, no, that's a lie. Yeah. And how insane is that? That here's a guy you've never met who has such a huge impact in your life. That's talk about a fucking legacy. Oh God, yeah. Oh, I didn't understand. I don't know that I had a complete understanding of death at the point when Jim Henson died. But I remember crying my eyes out as an eight-year-old. Wasn't it? it was nineteen ninety? Wasn't it? Nineteen ninety-one. Was it ninety-one? Jim Henson died. I feel like it was nineteen ninety. It was the same day as Sammy Davis Jr. Because I remember that was the wow. That was the that was the big beginning of the day, and later in the day it was Jim Henson. It was nineteen ninety May. Okay, so I wasn't yet nine. So I was eight years old, and I remember being devastated. And that's another one. Like it's tough to not want. Yeah, you know, and he was fifty-three for Christ's sake. I mean, I somehow he would be eighty-five. Today. Yeah, he'd be 85 today. And yeah, May 16th. So yes, Why he would be 85. Why did he posthumously receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Right? Why? What? Of all people. A year and after he died. And named, yes, well, and again, that's why. And named a Disney legend in 2011. He should have been the fucking first one named yeah. as a Disney legend. Yeah, right after I know, Mickey Rooney or somebody. Like He, he should have been. Well, Front of the line, Darth Vader. Yeah, let's let's. Okay. Yeah. Well, not not yet. Not well in 2011. No, 2012. They bought Lucasfilm. So yeah, he should have been. All right. Yeah. Well, he should have been one. Consider, <sighs> consider man who Frank Oz is still to this day creating. Put Jim Henson on the table for a second. Who would you? What Jim Henson or Frank Oz? No, no, no. no. Yeah, I was like, not, that's, not like that's not, Sophie's not choice. Sex, not that <laughs> Sophie's choice there, right there. But no, is, you, if you're gonna, that is if Sophie's you're choice. Somehow gonna bring back yes. Jim Henson. Who are you gonna? Oh, that's Who are you the, I, I feel like you I feel like you guys could squeeze in like five people and I would agree to it. I mean, that's any that's a lot. Here's the weird thing. As much as, as I love a lot of the post tense and output Muppet output. I what I don't we could have had. I don't, I don't know if I could without disrespecting his curiosity with it, because I don't know if you've read the 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 recent uh, biography that was done on him. The, was it Brian J. Jones, that one? Yeah. yeah of course. He had a, Who are you talking to? He had a huge fascination with death. It was, again, um, who was... Uh, who had? We were like just, Bowie. We were just talking yeah, about like how Bowie, Bowie was looking at us so, like in, like Peter Pan. To die will be an awfully big adventure. You know, in, in, le- in letters to his kids, he's like, don't be sad. Like I'm kind of excited to see what this is and be like, Ooh, all right, cool. Right. So... But see, but I'm going to be selfish and just be like, I want to know. I feel like we still would have gotten the Muppet Christmas Carol exactly as it is. I, I just with his voice, because that like was already... We would have gotten a couple of things the same, but I feel for like sure. we would have seen a drastically different creative output. I'm oh, outside give, the Muppets, for sure. Okay, I'm going to give you... This is what you can you can crucify choice. us with this. Selfish choice. No. No, Sophie's no, choice. Sophie's choice? Oh, yeah. yeah, Sophie's choice. Okay, go ahead. Okay. He's gonna, I'm going... I'm going to put him... I'm going to put somebody huge on the table. Somebody okay. whose output, you're going to be like... But you lose this person in 1990. We're going to swap them. Ooh, okay. We lose him in 1990. All right. At the top of his fucking game. Okay. Ron Howard for Jim Henson. Ron Howard's doing (sighs) a Jim Henson biopic right now. That's why I kind of fuck. I mean, who narrates? So Jim who narrates Henson could be actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. Imagine no, the alternate nobody. reality that it's Jim. Because <laughs> we'll find. Hey, oh, everybody! And, and immediately, we'll find someone to narrate Arrested Development. They didn't. Yeah, <laughs> Did you know, on our voice, and they um, didn't. Uh, shit! Fuck! That's it. I mean, I'd have, I'd have to Ron say Howard. Yes. Ron Howard's or a great Jim Henson. I, I would. I would give up Ron Howard because. 
It'd great be a tough director. One, though. He's made he's made a lot of great stuff, but as like a creator, as far as his own stuff, haven't seen it to the level even up to 1990 that we got from Jim Henson. No. Like I would have to. I'd have to make okay, that trade. Go, uh, yeah, 1990s. Yeah, what I are mean, we losing? We're, All right, so we saw after 1990. So we'd lose backdraft. everything after backdraft. Yep. Backdraft. Ah, uh, fuck. Apollo 13, Ransom. The live-action Grinch, absolutely, we can miss that. Yeah, that beautiful. Uh, no. Da, Vinci, da Vinci Code, we can lose. We can lose all three of those. I, I actually don't mind. Uh, Wait, <laughs> I thought he did October Sky. Uh, no. Wait, who did October Sky? Uh, or did he produce that movie? Uh, Scorsese. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I think, I think Imagine did, Pre- did produce that. Sober, we would have still had. Okay, cool. Uh, we wouldn't have had Solo. You want to forego Solo oh, yeah. as a we're, Star Wars We're fan? getting rid of Solo. Okay, you're one of those? All right. Oh, uh, wow. Dark I, Tower, huh? Goodbye. No. Yeah, I'm... You're sticking to that. Oh, he produced Dark Tower. Okay, he's not in director. Okay. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Ransom is a great movie. I did rewatch that during uh, lockdown as well. You'll still have Willow. You'll still have Cocoon. You'll still have Splash. Yeah, that's a strong. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I again, I have to because done as a as a director, great. But beyond just being a director, what Jim Henson, the stuff Jim Henson came up with and gave us in such a short period of time, it's like I'd have to take it. I'd have to yeah. take that. But you don't know what Ron Howard would No, be. I know that, but I'm just saying, like, even at that point you. up oh to 1990, God. I'm like, I'm not saying, okay. yeah, the fucking uh, Grinch, forget it. Like, that can but go. But here's, here's the weird thing. Like, imagine it plays out in a weird alternate world mm-hmm. where Jim does take that movie up. Can you imagine a Jim Henson's How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Oh, that would have been phenomenal. Good God. That would be, um, a, just imagine. Yeah. That would, I mean, the creature shop making anything plus human characters, a la Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Dude. Forget it. I, I don't know. Development all in puppet. That would be awesome. Oh, oh my God. God. I'm telling you. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Oh, man. An all puppet How the Grinch Stole that would be That would be amazing. Not even Muppets, just like. No, just puppets, just period. Puppets, period. Happy, happy Time Murders, but it's <laughs> the rest of the development. Yeah, and oh, puppet, man. wouldn't that be amazing? Wow. Just the Bluth family is puppets. Everybody yes. else could be human. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> that would be fantastic. I love it. Um, you know that. what I would love to that see? That is so good. Is what he would do with the uh, the Star Wars prequels. Let's say, Who, let's Henson? say Henson's like, you know what? I mean, I would... you know what, George? Yeah, George Lucas would trust him with that. Because that's, say... a, that's a small field. Let's say. And George yeah, Lucas would be. Doing wow. That, and we would see some really fucking great stuff. Even though, you know, they were starting to branch out with the more CGI shit. Right. But. Henson, practical effects kind of guy. Yeah. I mean, even now, even just picture the Mandalorian, the practical effects that could have yeah. been in that. Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, because again, we're saying he's up to up till now. Like, he'd be 85 now. So we would have had, let's say we get him through 2022. Okay. Because 85 is a good run. I'm not, what is he, actually, that's a good question. What's the average American male? What's the lifespan of the average 79. American male? It's, it's in the 70s for sure. I am curious. Maybe we should have used that as a gauge. <laughs> I don't know. Be like, we get them to the, you know, anyone, I mean, like Chadwick or like Rickman or, you know, all these people we talked about. Yeah. Male, age of death, lifespan, whatever. Yeah. Let's see what it is. Okay. 70, you're close. 79. 78.79 years. So yeah, 79. We're going to round up. Yeah. So he would have beaten the odds. Okay. Yeah, I would. But yes, I'm taking that deal. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. I mean, that's a good one though, because you're right at an even swap. We don't know what we would have gotten from Ron Howard, but. We yeah, shall, we, have no <laughs> well, idea we, we would have done. all been like Night Shift was his best performance, his best <laughs> directorial. Splash was great. Splash is pretty. Splash great. is fantastic, and you wanted to give up Tom Hanks. 
Oh, uh, that's true. But not but, at the but, time. No, that wasn't for. That was 1984 with Splash, wasn't it? So, yeah, yeah we would have given up Tom Hanks in. I, wait, who was that for? Who was that for? I, I was gonna We've been here so Alan long. Rickman. Alan Rickman. That's oh, right. Alan it would have been yeah, so six 20, years ago. 2016. Yeah, we would have had Splash. Yeah, we would have missed the captain. Or captain uh, Phillips, Phillips we would have had. We would have, we would have missed, like, I don't know that. Who again, would have played Captain Phillips? Who would have played uh, Mr. Rogers? Oh. Oh, now we're getting into fantasy who casting. Played, this is some live from the secret stash Who would have played uh, Mr. Banks? Saving Mr. Banks. Oh, shit. That was a good movie. We would have still oh, that was before. That was 2014. Yeah, yeah. We would have had that. Okay. See, I do, and and that's one of the things. I'm not nothing wrong with it, but yeah, Tom Hanks his his later career has been playing real people, whether yeah. it's Colonel Tom Parker or Mr. Rogers or Walt Disney or all sorts of people. But we we still would have had so much peak Hanks. We would have had the Green Mile. We would have had. I know people laugh at Forrest Gump now, but I think people downplay how great Forrest Gump was at the time. Oh my god! And what a huge impact it made. As much as it was like Shawshank Redemption should have. Oh, won. we would have had Captain Phillips. Holy shit! Yeah, Captain Phillips was 2013. I remember. Uh, oh, and Save Mr. Banks. Would have okay. Basically ended with Ithaca and Bridge of Spies. Yeah, that's okay. Bridge of Spies was like that. Sh- uh, <laughs> that felt like a miniseries, and it was just like two and a half. <laughs> I watched been, that on a would plane. Have been Sully. Sully. Sully is. I didn't need Sully because there's no villain. That's the trouble with that movie. There's no villain. Gotcha. So there's nothing to root against. It's just like he did the best he could for, you know, 102 minutes. So, the, so, <laughs> so, so we would have missed out on The Post, Toy Story 4, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Greyhound. I love Toy Story 4, but I, if we I ended on Toy Story 3, what's that? Really? Toy Story 4. Really? I think it disrupts that trilogy in a big bad way. I think By it, making it a not a trilogy anymore. <laughs> Well, for one, yeah, yes, it doesn't need but, to exist, but I just I did not like the really? outcome of that movie at all. I never saw it, and uh, I saw three, and I I decided not to, you know, not to spoil it. You're like, this I'm, is good I'm enough not, for me. Yeah, and I'm not subjecting my kids to you know Toy Story, even though they were like <laughs> getting towards Andy's college age. At that point. <laughs> yeah, like, they didn't even want to see Toy Story four, yeah. but I didn't force it upon them either. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, it's <laughs> like one of those things. Like, holy shit. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Pinocchio too. That's another one. I kind of have mixed feelings. I'm like, oh, yeah, could be great, could be terrible. It's Zemeckis because it's Zemeckis. Yeah, but I'm like, I just don't know that we. That's a tough one. Like, I'm not mad. Like, I watched the, the Disney Plus Lady and the Tramp. It was it's, fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It doesn't change how I feel about the original one. No, but no, but it's I, a, if if they didn't make it, I'd be okay with it. There's only two of those live action remakes that I actually like tolerate. Yeah, that I actually enjoy Cinderella. Mm. And Aladdin. I thought Aladdin was cool. Cinderella, you mean the one that they made for Amazon Prime? No. No, no. no. The Disney one with uh, Lily no, James. No, 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 that, Kenneth, Kenneth yeah. Branagh. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Kenneth Branagh did that. Oh, shit. I like Kenneth Branagh. That was one of them. Actually, back in the day. Uh, Are you willing to sacrifice him and Scorsese and <laughs> for the no. sake of <laughs> The sake of who? Which one? I don't know. I oh, mean, Mel Brooks. I mean, it was for Mel Brooks. For Mel Brooks. Uh, you want to get Kenneth rid of Kenneth Branagh? Branagh? I'm sorry. No. I, I, You're going to keep Much him? as I love. You want another... No, you I, want another I I made, murder mystery film? I think I give you. I want one more. Yeah, I want. I didn't. I didn't mind Death on the Nile. I thought Murder in the Orient Express was great, but Death but on the Nile was. Did you ever see his uh, Dead Again? I didn't, because that's one of those elusive movies. I don't think it's in print. It's one of those that I think is like there's a rights thing with it. This yeah, home media. Because if I I haven't seen that. This was released on DVD Blu-ray. and uh, Blu-ray recently for the. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. All right. So it did just come out on Blu-ray, and it was like uh, nine months him, ago. Him and his, um, him and Emma Thomas when uh, Thompson, Thompson they were yeah, yeah. Uh, married. So it was actually pretty cool. 
Oh, cool. What man? What a power couple. And Andy, yeah. For about <laughs> I mean, goddamn. Minutes. Robin, that's Robin. British royalty. Robin. Oh yeah, he was yes. in it. He, it was another. That was a serious role where he. Like, fuck you. Yeah. That's what he said. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, fuck you. Nanu nanu. People who say they're uh, people who say they're trying to quit are basically pussies who cannot commit. <laughs> he, he said it in a rhyme. I was like, all right, great. That's lovely. Does he have like one scene? Is it one of those kind no, of he's things? He's got two scenes. Does he? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's. Um, Cozy, Cozy Carlisle, I think, isn't it? Cozy. What a great name. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to rename the show Cozy Carlisle. <laughs> it's going to be Cape. Cozy Carlisle. Cozy Carlisle. Abalo's podcast experience. I thought it was going to be uh, podcast evolution. I mean, eventually it will be. Yeah, That'll be nice. Cape Mark IV. It'll be Chris Bell's podcast uh, evolution. I guess, you know what? Maybe that'll be the stage. Again, we were talking about this before the show started, where it's like, it's like everything on ESPN where it's multi-format. It's like this is on TV and it's on radio and it's on podcast. You know, like it's available in all the formats. That's when that's, the show gets picked up and becomes. That's the evolution. Everywhere. That's the evolution. That's Chris the evolution. Evolution, everybody. So yeah, I think it still be Cape and it'll work. You pull up the uh, the Robin Williams. Let's find out what his name is so we can name this. Uh, yeah, scroll down. It's got to be. Hold on. Oh, the cast. Oh, here we go. Cozy Carlisle. Cozy Look Carlisle. at that. Wow. Great. Strong pull, man. How about feeling cozy, Carlisle? That's actually <laughs> wait. <laughs> what a great name! Wait, is that a 1920s swing song? Feeling cozy, Carlisle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Zemeckis, we like Zemeckis. He's all right. Um, Used Cars just turned 41, I think. I love, great, I love that movie. Great movie. That's amazing. And Death Becomes Her. Supremely. I mean, what do you think? Pretty great. The, before I know you're gonna probably try and wrap this up soon, but like just because I mean, do we ever? But yeah, I hate do. to break precedent. What is, in your opinion, his best movie, but then also his most overrated and then underrated? Ooh, that's a good question. Because as much, I'll be honest with you. As much as I love the movie, I'll put Back to the Future is overrated because I love it, but comparing that to even used cars, Roger Rabbit, Romancing the Stone. I see. I think Romancing the Stone. Like, I did watch that. That and Jewel and I popped up on Hulu in the last year or two. And I ha- it's been a while since I've seen Romancing the Stone. I'm like, it's okay, but it's kind of a by the numbers. Like, we're opposites. There's no way we'll get along. We're in love by the end of the movie. And we're stuck in the jungle in between. Yeah, like, it's like fine. The, but it's done well. It is. But I feel like that's looked at as like an adventure, romantic comedy kind of class. I feel like that's revered more than kind of search. I feel like Death Becomes Her is underappreciated. It is very underappreciated. And I think that it um, it's in the same like uh, cut and cloth of uh, back, uh, not uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark because you've got this swashbuckling guy who's a devil may care. You mm-hmm. know, Romantic spit, Stone is spit in the eye of yeah. everything. Four. So yes. when did? Eight, well, one. Th- there we go. So yeah. Three years head start. Oh, I mean, well, more more Temple of Doom though, because she was more like prissy and you know, in, in that movie. But um, you had Marion was also kick ass. I'm well, that's what I'm saying. But Catherine, wow. Kathleen Turner's character, Romantic Stone, I, wasn't. I changed my overrated. Okay. Um, Polar Express. I'd agree with that yeah, being Polar. Pol- yeah. yeah. Polar Express. Polar Express is, is cute. Yeah, but but it's, it's a one trick. I've seen it twice. Terrifying. It's and, a one trick pony. Yeah. Well, I mean. CG Steven Tyler. I mean, I, but I will say <laughs> that was under it. That was pretty frightening. Elf CG oh. Steven Tyler. Can you pull up that, please? Oh God, do I? Have it's to... pretty. Yeah, because he needs to know what we're dealing with here. You don't have you? Seen, you haven't seen Polar Express? That's, no, because your boys must have been around the yeah, age. Yeah, they were but about I guess that, but it. I was like, nah, thank you. It's it's pretty great. Oh God. <laughs> 
Oh, thank you, Neil. Oh, I don't need to see that. Oh, oh, you, oh but I think you do. No, I really don't. Yeah, he's an elf, though. Like, it's Stephen Tyler's face on an elf Lord. singing, Rock it yeah, out on I, top of the world. I saw the shit. It's, uh, it's all, what, oh, yeah. Less yeah, than perfect shot. <laughs> <laughs> what a great idea for a Twitter. I mean, obviously, it's taken. But, yeah, that has to be the one for me. Yeah, no. Paul, that has to be the one where I'm like, nah. I will say one of his most underrated, though. The Christmas Carol adaption that he did. I've actually never seen that. I I, I meant to watch it last Christmas because it's on Disney Plus, and I, I it's love one it. of those I just I never. It's, it's not that I avoided it, but never it's thought. dark as fuck, dude. That's and what I heard. It goes, it goes, it it gets so unnecessarily dark at times that I love it because <laughs> it's also from Disney. And when they right, do that, when right. they do that, I'm always I'm always happy. Yeah. It's like the 21st century Black Cauldron. I'm like, wow, they went really outside on this one. Not really. I've, I haven't seen Black Cauldron since I was a kid. And I haven't seen Christmas Carol at all. So bad comparison. False equivalency. Anyway. I don't think I've actually ever seen no, Black Cauldron. Really? Yeah, no, I think well, that was a movie that they edited the shit out of because it was too dark. So I'm That's I'm very curious about the original killed version. Disney, right? Uh, it was kind of the last straw for a while until the resurgence a couple of years later that kind of began with Little Mermaid and then followed by Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King. Well, they did that a lot. They did that with um, John Carter. Uh, yeah, that was one where John they kind Carter of... was like their death knell, which <laughs> really wasn't, but it's like they flushed $230 million yeah. down the toilet. They a, which spent a lot of money they, on yeah. John Carter. They never spent that much money, first off, and second off, you know, gauge the fucking room. I mean... Well, it's also you gave it the least, the, or excuse me, the most generic name possible. Well, where you don't, it could be an attorney for all we know. Who's John Carter? But <laughs> John, unfortunately, you're I mean, I know taking, the, you're taking from the source material. Well, of course, John. But John Carter from Mars at least tells you what the movie's about. John exactly. Carter doesn't tell you a fucking thing. And will there be a part two of John Carter? It's like, no, no, it's been ten years. <laughs> Are you fucking out of your mind? And the movie, and, uh, I mean, the movie's actually pretty solid. Andrew Stanton. That's what I heard. Did he actually, do anything ever again? He probably directed yeah. TV. Everybody goes. Wally. Uh, oh he's shit! A, he's You're, a Pixar love. Yeah, but that was four years after. Uh, An episode of Better Call Saul, Stranger Things. Yeah, see, that happens okay. usually. You end up working in TV if you're a capable Finding director. Finding Nemo. Is yeah, but his that's debut. That's pretty strong. Yeah, but John Carter. Which but since John Carter, out. yeah. It's he's co-written and he hasn't really directed. He's he's directed some and, TV, he which happens deserve, a lot. He didn't deserve the shit he got. So, well, that's the thing. Of, if and if it was a hit, he would have been a genius. That's, Ratatouille. Yeah, he directed wow. Ratatouille. No, he, oh okay, uh, co-wrote Ratatouille. It. He's written a shitload of Pixar. Executive yeah. producer. Oh okay. Oh, wow. which means he probably contributed to the story in some way. Yes. That's usually how it goes. John Carter, 2012. I remember that because it was like, you know, this is going to be cool. And you're going to the source material. And right. And Rice Burroughs, you know. Um, and, some, and they did yeah. a, a shitload of stuff. Um, like the – a lot of that stuff is based um, – actually, that's DC Comics swiped a bunch of shit. Really? Martian Manhunter. Oh, so you're endorsing the John Carter movie. I'm endorsing. Saying like, no, no, I'm saying I'm endorsing John Carter as. Oh, as a series. As, right. No, I'm I'm endorsing it as a concept. Oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Comics stole all that shit from him. Oh, okay. So, but the oh, movie. Oh, he did Obi Wan Kenobi. Wrote uh, the last two. Uh, five, five and six. Four, uh, five and six. There Roman numerals. Yeah, I'm going backwards. Dun, dun, five and dun. six. Dun, dun, dun. So good for him. So okay. Yeah, I mean he's working. Yeah, that's it. He's he, he was in show business jail for a little while, as it happens. And he's bound. He landed on his feet. 
Yeah. Pretty strong filmography, though. Just to have your name on all these movies. I mean, good God. He's, yeah. well, he could, what a streak. He's still at Pixar. Like, I think he's oh, yeah. in, like the the last of like the original team members. Still and he's, there. he's done yeah. a lot of other. Yeah. So there you are. And other. All right. I think we've done it. I think we've sacrificed enough people and brought enough people back to life. And it's, I was actually surprised. I thought we'd disagree on a whole lot more than we did, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I thought there were going to be a lot more based on the, <laughs> the Al Pacino, Michael Imperioli thing. I was like, oh, it's on. But interesting. I realized, you know, a little dark. Who we got to sacrifice for who? But it's it's a what if scenario. It's a it's a listen. People are crazy about the multiverse now. Hey, I'm kind of what we're doing. In jail, so it's all good. I can say whatever the fuck I wanted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we only You're used guilty. up one of Andrew's lives, so that's always good. That's true. <laughs> Personally, I would have sacrificed a couple more, but that's just me. For me, who would you? Yeah, to, okay. Oh, ooh. <laughs> all right. You you walked into this one, my friend. Okay, to keep me for I'm, I'm 40, so we're gonna do, we're we're gonna go the average, so we'll go till 80 years. Let's do that for me for another 40 years. Are you willing to sacrifice Andrew Jack Ryan to get me for another 40 years? My three cohorts, my three I, husbands, as have, it was actually. Get put rid of one of them. No, you have to get rid of all three to keep me. Oh fuck yeah! I mean, I I like them, but you know, yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Where the fuck are you? You're not yeah. here. Put your name on a show, and then maybe, maybe yeah. Mike Zapsik will participate. Yeah, seriously. Have your own podcast experiment, for God's sakes. Yeah, Put that's your right. balls on this table. Yeah, and don't make it about Freemasonry. And, <laughs> and then... <laughs> don't make it about your balls on this table. Yeah. I mean, that might have the edge on my show, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But uh, it's... <laughs> you okay, Christian? Well, he's taking that one's heart. Oh, the Christian's entertained by that show. Either to be that fair, he's crying. He, <laughs> it's like he's opting out. He, he doesn't want to say anything about that. Christian what about? Fine. Would you take that deal, Christian? Forty more years of me, but those guys got to go. Uh, I take it. All right. Yeah. Wow. Nice ego stroke for me. It's not getting better than this, everybody. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm. Just, I'm not going to be able to fit through this door. My ego is going to be so inflated. Uh, anyway, Andrew, Jack and Ryan, I I love you guys, but he. His check cleared. What can I say? Goddamn right. See? Pony up, boys. <laughs> you want AMC's comic book men's Mike Zapsic on your show? Pony up. And also do 200 episodes on your own <laughs> and then see how it goes. Uh, anyway, so if you want more of our nonsense, you can follow Christian Cordez on Twitter at Arcade Player One and on Instagram at Christian Cordez. Oh, wait, and your TikTok as well, which is, is it Christian Cordez? Or I, Arcade or Ready? I think it's... I forget what the hell it is. I, I forget what it it's is. Something. It's uh, yeah. It's Christian's something. Yeah, Christian's on follow. He's, he's probably RK, got a link tree. It's RK Productions. Is it RK Productions yeah, on TikTok? RK. Okay, there you go. And the link is going to be in the episode description, so you can just click that and you can follow him there. You can follow Mike Zapsik. You can. On, it's at Michael Zapsik. Yes, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Hey, I might even friend you on Facebook if you make a nice request. And uh, if you're come, nice. see, come see Christian and me uh, doing um, live at the Secret Stash. Every Wednesday, 9.30-ish-ish. On, uh, let's see, the Arcade Productions YouTube channel, Shared Universe YouTube channel, and it's, the... Uh, actually, our uh, Facebook page. And Facebook as well. If yeah, We to... usually syndicate and yeah. broadcast on your, you, your channel uh... as well. And Smodcast. Yes, Smodcast and Jane and Bob's Secret Stash Facebook page. Check that out. It's everywhere. And it is about everywhere. you, Chris? And me. You can follow me on Twitter, Chris Abalo, and on Instagram at ChrisSellsOut. And, of course, follow the show at CapePod. On Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, there's videos going out like crazy. There's going to be a lot of interesting stuff coming from this episode. Shit, weird. 
<laughs> it's going to get really weird. I don't know what's not going to not get flagged for attempted violence. Excuse me. It's I'm, I'm choking just at the idea of like, I don't know how much of this is going to go out. I'm going to get a cease and desist maybe. It's just like, why are you trying to sacrifice all these people? Why are you <laughs> why are you threatening to shoot Edward Norton out of a cannon? Yes, and Michael Imperioli doesn't want to have anything to do with you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Try to save you, motherfucker. And yeah, Gal Gadot has a cease and desist against you. Probably. That's fine. At least she's got something going on. Da, 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 da. Anyway, uh, subscribe to the show. I mean, if you made it through this, you probably are already uh, on the app of your choice. And, of course, tune in next Monday or just subscribe. You don't need to tune in anything because it's not live. Regardless, uh, next Monday, yet another episode. So until next time, for Christian and Mike, this is Chris Abalo, and this was yet another experiment. <laughs>